Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Tonight. <laughs> oh, tonight. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming for you. Will you be ready for them? 1976's Dugs. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie, Steve. I love this uh, movie. The best part about it, the IMDb uh, synopsis of this movie. Yeah. A pack of dogs go on a killing spree. Yes! Period. That's yeah! all you need. That's, that's all. I'm sold. Sold. I'm in for any time man's best friend turns. Oh, man's best friend. That should be another Aww, one. Aw, snap. Coming next week. Anyway. We have enough to do Just Killer Dog Month. In oh, finding yes. this trailer, we found another one. Oh, the pack um, and upcoming... Cujo. And oh, yeah. There's lots of them. But, but first. Oh, Steve, I'm feeling a bit parched. As am I. We got a drink, babe. Uh, in honor of man's best friend, we have a beer brewed in honor of man's best friend, Biggie D's Scro- Strong Scotch Ale. Excuse Ooh. me. Number 32 of 60 bottles produced by Three Mugs Brewing Company in Hillsborough, Oregon. It's a barrel aged, barrel aged in Pinot Noir barrels. Ooh. And it has a picture of Diablo, the black puppy that we oh. met when we were up there. Was that a Doberman? I think he's a lab mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably this picture's just a little bit off. But <laughs> yeah, he was a very sweet, snuggly puppy. I'm going to grab a bottle opener. Feature Steve. Oh, all right. So this does have a little bit of a wax top on it. So let's see. Oh, snap. Here we go. Mm. 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 Mm
Oh, oh my wax top. top. He's got to nibble it off gently. Here. Why don't you pour it in my glass, babe? Excellent. Thank you. And the pour. Oh, Steve. Ooh. I'm excited. While we're doing this, it is also our anniversary, so it makes sense we're opening up a barrel-aged beer. Happy uh, anniversary, babe. Happy anniversary, Hanson. Oh, yeah. This is a nice uh, dark ruby-colored beer with a light khaki head. Um, oh, yeah, get a little bit of the Venice notes. From the wine yeah, barrel, I just I noticed it has a little necklace here with an autograph of the Brewers. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Three Mugs is a family-owned operation. It's a father and two sons. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know we had a taste of this when we were up there. It's got a nice little tartness to it. Obviously, yeah, aged it, it, kind of on the sweeter end, being aged in the Pinot Noir barrel and everything. And mm. the ale itself is kind of dry and... But yeah. yeah, nice flavors of uh, like dates and stuff. Yeah, and definitely, um, yeah, definitely lots of wine. So you were right. The doggy on the front is a Doberman, mm. named for our beloved family Doberman Diablo. This beer represents the best of both strong Scotch ales and wine barrel aged beers. We took our tried and true Biggie D strong Scotch ale and paired it with Pinot Noir barrel. The result is a full-bodied Scotch ale with subtle notes of. Oak, dried fruit, roasted malt, and a touch of funk from the Pinot. Enjoyed best at 45 to 50 degrees with good friends. Founded in 2013, Three Mugs Brewing Company is a wholly family-owned and operated brewery. Our goal is to provide an unforgettable experience with unique beers and a cozy tap room. The mugs on the logo actually represent the people behind the beers. From left to right, there is Chris, a.k.a. Amish, Amish J with his cigar, and Josh with his tongue, the logo doesn't do it justice. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> if you find yourself near Portland, Oregon, seek out three mugs. Yeah. It is, they, every, we tried so many beers there. Every <laughs> single beer is amazing. They have a whole bunch of like Scottish and Irish paraphernalia around. The family is amazing. The dad was doing the pouring for us. It, it was great. It yeah. was the best beer we had in Oregon, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. And we were at a beer conference. <laughs> yeah, every single thing they had was pretty fantastic. Uh, so yeah, seek yeah. them out. Do it. Also, dogs. Dogs. <laughs> oh yeah, they had dogs in the tap room and they you did. can bring your dog. But yeah, not, but oh, dogs. You gotta, so, you gotta keep them away from the Scotch Ale, I think. Right? Otherwise they go on a killing spree. So I'm going to start this off with, as we all know, I'm a huge fan of the animal exploitation genre. I love that Jaws kickstarted all these low-budget animal horror movies. I think they're fantastic. I never want to stop watching them. And that's how we came across dogs. Indeed. Uh, from director Bert Brinkerhoff. He did some TV stuff. And then the movie Acapulco Gold. Uh -huh. This... And then more TV stuff, including After Mash, Remington Steel, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, Magnum P.I., Alf, Matlock, Growing Pains, Beverly Hills 90210, and Seventh Heaven. Goddamn! Yeah. So, yeah, so pure gold. Yeah, he yeah, only makes much, pure gold. Yeah, pure gold TV. Yeah. Uh, also stars David McCollum as Harlan Thompson. Yeah. Sandra McCabe as Carolyn Donahue. Mm hmm. And George Weiner as Michael Fitzgerald. Excellent. But we don't even really need to care about the people in this movie, Not right? really. It's all It's about a countdown to killing dogs. spree. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, these are some of the cutest dogs in the world in this movie. And have you ever seen happier dogs than the dogs in this movie? <laughs> it's it's cool because they're like happy dogs like their tongues hanging out, but then it's got like the the voiceover ah. of ah, ah. And their yeah, the tongues to the side, those tails are wagging. Yeah. Oh, they're so cute. Rated R. So I'm curious how come this has a rated R, but like Jaws is PG-13, or PG-13. PG, yeah. Oh, yeah, PG, because they didn't have PG-13. What was the other one we saw the other day that was PG? Orca. Yeah, Orca, that's right. Yeah. That has a whale abortion in the first, like, ten minutes. But it doesn't have a shower scene. It's true, this has but a shower But this shower scene. scene doesn't have boobs. No, it doesn't. They were going for this, they oh. were going for, um... Am I, am I spoiling already? <sighs> We should probably get into the movie a little bit. Alrighty. Sorry. <laughs> They're going for a psycho thing with that one, for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But uh, we started out with a uh, POV shot, a very low POV shot. 
Like that of a dog going around a cracker party. <laughs> oh, man. Crackers love cheese. So, so many crackers and that's too. Um, but yeah, it's a fancy little pool party on a cliff Very overlooking 70s. a small town. Yeah. So 70s. Oh, my God. Parachute pants. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms and fucking mustaches. Yeah. And those, those mop haircuts. Oh, mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Sweater shirts. <laughs> Yeah. And like during the credits, yeah, you have the, the happy dogs running around with the oh, yeah. And then we're introduced to our, our main character, Harland, mm-hmm. who's the head of biology at the the, the university. I, yes. I don't know if the name's ever even said, but I will look it up while you keep talking. But I keep thinking that that guy there is the head of biology. The the dude in denim from head to toe. He was in head to toe denim. Bobcat Goldthwait is to believe that he might be the devil. <laughs> and we're also introduced to another, a theoretical physicist. <laughs> like Michio Kaku. Michio Kaku! <laughs> oh, in the reboot. In the reboot of this movie, Michio Kaku plays a theoretical oh. scientist. Oh, jeez. Pass. <laughs> Sorry. Then we get a seeing-eye dog story. Oh, that's right, yeah, during his speech, like, oh, there was a seeing-eye dog that uh, attacked somebody and... Because he was all upset that the uh, the Irish setter was sniffing him. So they put the Irish setter, like, out the front door and it goes for a jog. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, this is supposed to be Southwestern University. Southwestern University is in Georgetown, Texas. Okay, uh, isolated Southern California town. Oh, okay. Fictional school in... So yeah, it is Southern California. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. Inland Empire or something. And at this point, our Harlan gets called away from the party to go investigate some uh, cattle that have uh, have mm-hmm. been murdered. But I love how he grabs a couple of road sodas, as you call them, the uh, the beers for the road, and yeah. it's like he's just chugging them and throwing them out the window. And then the guy gives him a look, and he's like, "The sheriff, oh, the sheriff, the yeah. sheriff, who's like, we got some dead cows. I want you to check them out. That's right. Tell me if it's mountain lions or bears or what we're looking at. <laughs> he's hugging out the window, looks at him for a second. Like, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so they examine the cow, and yeah, the, the, the bite radiuses are all different, so it was like a, a pack of something attacked him. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe wolves, but look, the mouths are all different sizes. That's so strange. And, uh, and it's also around the time they, they bring up the, the linear accelerator, which is like, I guess like the particle accelerator mm-hmm. that they're trying to... Uh, I, I, I kept thinking like they were gonna bring that back as like the reason the dogs were going crazy or something that's what they like were that, like but... hinting at that that's what triggered them but but, but yeah it just goes yeah. nowhere and it's brought up like five or six times too yeah because I, I think that's supposed to be the reason why they're losing their minds oh yeah we go to uh dr fitzgerald's class and he's uh talking to the kids and he brings up the uh the carpenter ants and how pheromones are basically how they communicate and they become like a like a hive mind and they Ugh, reach critical mass. Uh, Yeah. I hate that term. Uh, For those of you who don't know, here in the Bay Area, (laughs) there's a bicyclist group called Critical Mass who assaulted me once. And um, I'm not a big fan. Their their thing is that all vehicles are evil. Anyone who's ever ridden in a vehicle is evil. And so they used to do is once a month get together on their bikes and shut down major thoroughfares to try and prove the point the vehicles were evil and bikes were better, except for they didn't count on uh, San Francisco municipal buses, a.k.a. Muni, do not care about bicyclists. And the city was quickly finding that their bus drivers were running over these protesters. And in my opinion, the protesters deserved it. But then again, they I was walking <laughs> and they assaulted me with two bikes. Yeah. And I used to work with somebody who's a member of the group who got mad at a car, got off his bike, and assaulted a car and a driver with a bike lock. So I have zero sympathy for these folks. That's right. Or their ants. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Fuck you, Carpenter ants. <laughs> Fuck you and your critical mass. Get off your bikes and get a job. <laughs> this is why the bees are putting them out of work, Steve. That's right. All the bees in the coal mines. You, you, the diamond mines. Heard the term busy as a bee. Never hear the term busy as an ant. Uh, so the next night, the rancher is out. He's uh, he's protecting his cows from Murr. what do you think, sir? You know, a pack of coyotes or something like that. Yeah, maybe wolves. But he finds out it's not coyotes; it's dogs. dogs They're coming. coming. They're coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> and he beca- quickly becomes victim number one. Oh um, yeah. 
if we then go to the, uh, I guess, the local bar where there's a bunch of college kids hanging out singing that Roll Over song that we thought was... Roll over, roll over, <laughs> two in the bed, and the little one said, roll over, roll over. You didn't sing that? In, no, you didn't no. go to preschool. That's why you... I guess not. You were raised by crazy Mormons. It, it's like the the monkeys bouncing on the bed song. Okay. It, but or it's like, it's like, the it's other like 99 one. Beers, yeah. bottles of beer on the wall. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's like like you start with five on the bed, and the little one said, roll over, roll over. So one, so they all rolled over, and one fell out. Uh, there were four in the bed, and the little one said, roll over, roll over. It's a counting song. Cool. It's like the baby shark, do-do-do-do-do-do, baby shark, do-do-do-do-do. But it's far more manly, and that's why it's in a bar, right? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah, that's why, that's why a, drunk college students Just a bunch of dudes it. sleeping together saying, roll over, roll over. Yeah, but then one fell out and he bumped his head. They all rolled over and the little one said, roll over. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> public domain, public domain, public domain. Exactly. <laughs> I should start the public domain song podcast. I know so many of them. Uh, it's around this time, uh, the, the doctors are at a table, or sorry, the professors, I guess they are. <laughs> are all at a table and they're talking about could it be like a like a large animal like the nuclear testing or something like, oh no no that's not quite how it works the giant animals are basically the product of bad writing <laughs> and it's like ooh, shots fired guys <laughs> oh then we go to the doctor's office and that guy's having the acid trip oh god that guy was <laughs> awesome oh yeah yeah uh so, yeah they go they go to the doctor oh that's right because uh the, it was the rancher got attacked and his corpse was there and it's also like yes. the coroner's office or whatever and like uh yeah can, can you hold on for just a second i'm kind of in the middle of something the guy's like oh i'm freaking out eh, oh, reach for the sun eh. i'm flying man <laughs> do you remember what you took oh i did gravy <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they're in the morgue checking it out, and the lights go out. <laughs> By the way, and uh, oh yeah, one of the female students follows him because she's totally oh. not gonna do him. Yeah, not at all. And I even have written down, why is she there? Because she go when the lights go out, she, she like freaks him? the fuck out. She, like, oh my god! By the way, she's the only one who has the appropriate reaction. That they're looking at a dead body. It's two guys and a girl looking at a dead corpse, and the lights go out in the morgue. I would do a little, ah, as well. And that's all she really does. It's not like she has, like, a fucking panic attack. <laughs> but, you know, she's the fucking damsel in distress. And the lights come on and she leaves. They both do. They leave the the nurse who should be assisting the doctor with the fucking, like, acid trip patient. Yeah. <laughs> and they go outside and then she goes, I promised myself I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't yelp if the fucking lights went out in the morgue? Yeah, well, she's she's the human in this movie, I think. <laughs> right? Jesus, Dr. McBritish there, like, he's drunk all his feelings out of his system. <laughs> yeah, then we go, we go across town, and there's a, a kid riding a moped, and then the dogs kind of cut him off, and he rips and tumbles <laughs> it over, and then they just start devouring him, and old lady's like, Ah, oh, what are you dogs doing? You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so she gets chomped up. Yeah, they both get eaten up. And we then, yeah, cut back to uh, Blanchik being dropped off by the professor. Yeah. And she invites him in for a nightcap and he politely declines. And she says, I'm offering you all that I've got and you're not even interested. Oh, well, because she let her little tiny dog out to pee. And he's busy staring at her little tiny dog. Oh, yeah, that's right. He just right, likes yeah. that tiny dog butt. <laughs> uh, so then the domestic dogs are quote-unquote, reaching critical mass. And Ooh. so this time, uh, someone brings up, like, wild dogs in Naples, and I'm like, wait, what? Are <laughs> there this, a lot of wild this, dogs in Naples? Is this going Naples? on in Italy in this? Like, is that a real thing? <laughs> Ooh, and then we get to the dog show. Oh my gosh, this is so good. So the kindergartners are putting on a dog show. By the way, I love that most of these dogs are bigger than these kindergartners. Yeah. <laughs> I love a big dog and a little kid. I don't know what it is. I just think it's the cutest fucking thing. And they're such great dogs. And yeah, their names are all like, This is Bandit. This is Mr. Fluffernuts. This is Squiggles. She's a girl. And the <laughs> oh, dogs are, are doing their little tricks for like some people. And then... The big scruffy mutt. He's the one who starts. <laughs> By the way, are these the happiest dogs to be barking in the world? Oh, totally. Like, 
These dogs look so happy, but the kids are the kids are doing a pretty good job of trying to look scared. Yeah, they look the dogs look really happy, maybe a little confused at times, but like, like, yeah, wait, tongues wait, wagging wait. and everything. Yeah, but the kids are like, eh, what's wrong? Eh. And, and then so the teacher's like, Walk with me, students. Walk walk quietly and run! Run! This running scenes, those kids are laughing so hard. Yeah. There's one of the kids like falls and the dad picks him up. And if you like watch it, all the scenes where the dad's carrying the little boy, that kid cannot stop laughing. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they uh they all run in in oh, the mayor's wife is there, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I think she's like one of the She's one of the celebrity whatever, right? judges yeah. for the kindergarten dog show. Uh, so yeah, so they lock themselves in the school, and uh, they're calling the mayor, and they're calling anybody who can the dogs. And I love how uh, like the sh- the sheriff is like at a bar or something, and all the the guys are in there, and they want to form like a vigilante posse. Yeah, don't and kill these he's kids. Like, no, no, we can't have any any of this stuff going on. Well, sheriff, we're gonna form ourselves a posse, and so the sheriff's in, like immediately like, all right, will you guys be safe? Okay, so follow <laughs> me. Let's go do this. You know. <laughs> Well, the sheriff originally, like, so by the time the posse gets together, it's starting to get dark. Yeah. And uh, so the sheriff's like, let's look for them in the morning, just tell everybody to go home and lock the doors. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Do you want to be chasing wild animals at night or in daylight? I feel like this uh, idea came up in bats, too. <laughs> right? Like, let's just let's just wait till morning. Let them tucker themselves out tonight. <laughs> but no. So, uh, yeah, they don't want a drunken posse. So he sends a bunch of the drunken idiots into the moors. Yeah. <laughs> the local moors. The local moors. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Dr. Harlan, I don't know, Har- Dr. Thompson, Harlan, whatever, mop top guy, main guy. Mm-hmm. He's uh, calling. Dr. Yeah, Denim. Dr. Denim. He's uh, calling the governor, and or, or he has the, the mayor call the governor. <laughs> I just love that conversation where. Oh, the, yeah. Oh, that's right. The mayor and his wife, and the wife, and he's like, oh, hello. Uh, oh, oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You? Yeah. Did, did yeah. you get that? Did you get that pot roast we sent you? Still? Yeah, yeah. And the wife's like, "Come on, get to this fucking point." We forgot to point out one of the most impressive things in this movie earlier: the doctor who's was in charge of the autopsy dead body and who was treating the acid patient. His shirt. Yes. Yeah. His <laughs> shirts. <laughs> so it was a '70s button-up with like the wide like lapels. It was trees, but it wasn't like a microprint tree. It was like a photograph of trees. Yeah. But it was like every time the fabric came together, like it was like it's each photograph of like these trees. <laughs> oh my God. Mesmerizing. Is oh, that, what you're that shirt deserved its own own credit at the end of the movie. <laughs> it sorry. very well might have. No. We, <laughs> we had skipped over that and I needed to get to that. So I'm sorry. We're, we're well past that. I, uh, per- so, Dr. Denim and... Uh, and the girlfriend... Doc- yeah. Oh, uh, oh no, he left her. Yeah, yeah, he left and her. And she's taking a shower. No. No, 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 no. That's no, no. that that was uh That's somebody else's. Yeah, situation. one of the other professors and uh Brunetchik. That's coming up here in a bit. But but okay. first, uh Dr. Denham and Dr. Fitzgerald, they're like isolating uh is it is it Dr. Denham's dog or what is it somebody's dog like they it's have the, the girls, the little Oh no, that's what? right. It's that that the, big guy, uh, yeah, German ca- Shepherd. The cage that's wrapped in plastic. Yeah, they wanna they're wondering if it's the nuclear converter or whatever the fuck that's causing the dogs to go crazy or if it's just being uh, near the pack of crazy dogs yeah, that the, drives them the pheromones that they're emitting and so they mm-hmm. they put in that cage it's like covered in a plastic sack and they, they say they're like blasting a uh, nitrous oxide into there and i'm like that dog's dead yeah yeah that dog's gonna die like real quick <laughs> well except for we find out here in a couple of seconds they basically just built that cage out of a broken pallet and apparently stretch tight because <laughs> the dog just like snaps it in a, ha- in, in a second and takes off. Yeah, the instant he's like, yeah, it's kind of warm in here. I'm gone. <laughs> and the, goes to join the pack. <laughs> uh, then we uh, go to the drunk vigilantes yeah. in the moor. Get uh, drunk! Four of them just basically around a campfire. Like, they were really looking. Like, uh, the sheriff was like looking around, coming back. Like, you, 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 you boys good? Like, hey, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> I don't want y'all getting too drunk tonight. I want you. I don't want you shooting each other. I want you shooting some dogs. <laughs> but, but the howl that they make or whatever every time it was going off, I was like, that, that's like a cassette version of like the Silent Hill alarm, right? Right. Oh, you're welcome. But uh, yeah, they eat three of the four. 
uh, vigilante guys. And the sheriff gets to his radio and he starts calling it in. And he's just hanging out out the door. Dog's still chasing him, apparently. But uh, he just kind of passes out. Right. <laughs> oh, and then this is the scene where uh, the guy, the uh, other other professor and uh, his brunette girlfriend, you know, the girl with the glasses. Yes. Who's, who's obviously just like a model she's with glasses the, she's on. She's one of the other professors. She was at the yeah, professor oh, yeah, party. Yeah, 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 I guess she was too, yeah. yeah. Basically, he's like, don't you want to invite me in? And she's like, I don't know, it's kind of late, blah, blah, blah. And I, I have it. a meeting in the morning. <laughs> I love his line, getting tiresome saying goodnight and being pushed off like a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hashtag me too, guy, calm down. Right. But, uh, yeah, eventually he does go away. He hears the dog howl and, like, hops in his car and drives the fuck off. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Charlotte is her name. Uh, she goes up, starts taking a shower, because, you know, it's been a long, hard day. Oh, so hard. And then we get the, uh, dog POV shot, like, going around the house and, like, sneaking in through a doggy door and up <laughs> the stairs and all that stuff. And it, and then it basically turns into Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they get her. Uh, but there's no boobs. Boobs. No gratuitous boobs. If you're going to be rated R, throw in the gratuitous boobs. You might get nominated for an award. I'm really curious, like, who they pissed off to make this an R. Because this movie is not an R. It does have a pretty high body count. Yeah. But, by the way, Charlotte's number six. Oh, there's more on the way. Snap. <laughs> oh, snap. That's right. Then they go to... Uh, uh, Dr. Denham and Dr. Fitzgerald, they go to the mayor's house because, like, all right, we really have to get him to call the governor and blah, blah, blah. This is getting ridiculous. We have to evacuate the town, yeah. get the National Guard in here. And they go in, like, the front door is, like, like open. They just kind of oh, walk in. Oh, one of in. them's on the lawn. No, I think that was when they came out. But, oh, okay. no, because they go in, they're, like, looking around and they, like, oh, that's right. That's and they, right. like, open up the closet and the, the body yep. of, the like, the mayor's wife or whatever falls out. And I'm like, wait, so the dogs eat her and then stuff her in the closet? I'm confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh. No, she got bitten. She crawled into the closet and then she bled out while she was in there. Oh, okay. All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. And then they go back outside and uh, the mayor's like fighting with the dogs on the front that's yard. Right. And so Dr. Fitzgerald grabs his shotgun, that's takes right. aim, kaplow! Pops the mayor in the Uh-oh. head. Kaplow, kaplow, more shots coming in. And eventually he gets the dog. But yeah, the first one definitely just killed the mayor. <laughs> Oh my god, I killed the mayor. We don't have time for that. Oh no, it must have been somebody else that was in the closet. Because, yeah, the wife was in the pool. That's right, the wife yeah. was in the pool. Somebody else, yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah, somebody was killed and stuffed in a closet, though, which was kind of weird. Right. So they steal the mayor's car. Yeah. And uh, split up to, you know, um, Dr. Fitzgerald's going to the university to... Mm-hmm. Warn the students. Warn the students, get them all taken care of. And uh, I forget where Dr. Denham was going. He was going to get his girlfriend, because she's trapped at home with little Muffy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, we get some uh, Charlie's Angels music, which was kind of an odd choice it right in the middle of the really movie. was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, Dr. Fitzgerald gets to the university, and he's like... He's got all the students like in the you know the main common area. I want you all area. to stay in this yeah. room. I want you. I don't. You don't go anywhere. If I don't come back, you lock this down. There are animals coming to get you. I'm gonna go see if there's other students in the other hall. Stay here. Don't move. You got five minutes to get your stuff. <laughs> yeah, he, he gives like a whole speech of like, no, whatever you do, do not leave this room. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And then he ends it with. You got five minutes to grab your things and meet back here. It's like wait, whoa. No, no, because I what it? I think that is is that's the common hall, and then like. It, my impression was that the dorms were just upstairs from there, yeah. so they were it's just going up the stairs. So like, go up the uh, stairs, okay. grab your belongings, stay in, like, but basically don't leave this building. Uh, okay. As soon as he walks out the door, they're like, "We should go to the library." Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he's like out of earshot or something, he's like, "We should get out of here." Yeah. I thought they were like going to meet there, and then they were going to head to the library. Like in. Uh, he was going to go see if there's anybody in other buildings. I think. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, grab anyway. your belongings, meet down from upstairs, meet downstairs. We're going to go as a group, but don't leave before me. If I don't come back, lock this building down. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, someone's roommate is missing. It's the uh, gentleman uh, politely referred to as Fat Boy, who, as one might suggest, Fat Boy was in the kitchen 
looking for apparently milk and what else did he grab? It was Meatball. Like, no, a sandwich? It was a sandwich. Yes, it was a sandwich. Was he a was sandwich making a sandwich because the dogs are going to come into the kitchen. Yeah. Well, and, and it's like, okay, he's obviously like really intoxicated at this point. Yeah. Why is he going for the milk? That is a bad choice That's when you're a, drunk. <laughs> That's a rookie mistake. Steve's made that mistake. Shh. I don't even know about that. <laughs> I think your mom already told that story on the Mother's Day episode. Did she? God damn it. All right, I don't well, know. Write in. If you've heard Steve's milk story, let us know. Or if you haven't, <laughs> hit him up on Twitter at... EILF Movies. Spoiler alert. It's exactly what you think happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the dogs show up and Fat Boy's like up on the table. and Throw him the sandwich! <laughs> Dr. Fitzgerald comes in with his shotgun. Just throw him the sandwich. Just get him the food. Get out of there. Life or sandwich. Yeah. I must just... Ah! The dogs! Ah! But yeah, the dogs are there. Yeah. Uh, he's got a... Dr. Fitzgerald's got a shotgun. Yeah. Pulls the trigger. Oh, click, uh, click. Uh-oh. So then he grabs like a fucking club and, and he yeah. kills that German shepherd yeah, with it. Or, uh, and then they all just start running and just go and... All the students just start running. Um, well, yeah, because the, the students decide to leave. They open up the doors, and then the pack of dogs attack the front. But they leave the doors open. The students just leave the doors open, so the dogs are just, like, coming in, and then some of them jump through the plate glass window. Yeah. And when we're, when we're watching this, I was listening, the Great Dane did not want to go with the other dogs. No, he like, was kind of stubborn. <laughs> he, he kept, like, you'd see them all run at the front, and then the Great Dane would, like, veer into the darkness. It was so funny. Yeah, and, and I love how, like, when everybody was running, like, one of them fell or something the other one got like no stay down stay still and i'm like what is their vision based on movement they're fucking dogs i'll get them right there nope they just run right past them on the way on to everybody else running like oh okay because you don't run from predators it triggers their kill instincts (laughs) stop drop and roll steve oh that's right uh the best part is like all the running only two people were snagged, which is pretty good odds. Yeah. By the way, we're up to number 10 and number 11 in the body count. Oh, snap. <laughs> At least from, from what I could count. Um, so yeah, then Harland and uh, Carolyn, his girlfriend, uh, they're at the house, but they're in the garage. Oh, that's right. The dogs come in the house and they yes. like basically and they, lock, they lock themselves, themselves in the garage. garage and she didn't have her keys. So they yeah. have to hotwire the gremlin. But then the dogs start chewing through the drywall of the... There is one line I kind of have to bring up, though. Where Doctor Denham says, "I haven't had to, <laughs> I haven't had to hotwire a car since I was ten years old." Yeah, there's a story in that, right? This is why I'm thinking in the reboot, played by Jason Statham. There you go. <laughs> I haven't had to hotwire a car since I was ten years old. I'm telling you, it's the dogs. I'm the leading oh. biologist in this town. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my haircut and my denim jacket. I know what's up. Over his denim shirt, over his denim, tucked into his yes. denim pants. <laughs> He was prepared. Uh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, the dogs are like coming through. The, well, they got, like in the garage there was like the little doggy doors and stuff too. So oh, like, yeah. The big dogs like stick their head in and you'd like kick them. And... Yeah. <laughs> so I'm still curious. How come her little snuffle dog never turns on them? I think it did. Did it? Yeah, that, that's like like it starts snipping her and she like threw it or whatever. That, that's when they were like coming in through the doorstep. That's when they ran to the garage. I think. Oh, okay. I thought she was still carrying it when they were in the garage. Yeah, I thought it I was. Don't, I, don't I think, thought I got in the car. I don't, I don't remember her like clutching to it or okay. whatever when they were running and all that. Just I know I know she was like throughout the whole movie beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was like like it was like barking and stuff when all the other dogs showed up and like acting a fool. But because it's going to get to, like, snip at her or whatever, she just kind of tossed it away. <laughs> like, ah, I tried to bite oh, me. Snap. Yeah, but yeah, the, the dogs are coming through the doggy doors, and Charlotte, uh, Carolyn's screaming, ah, my God, what are we going to do? Harlan hurts his leg. How did he hurt his leg? Oh, yeah, I think it was, like, coming through the drywall, like, it, it, it bit him in the leg or whatever, and he, like, hit it, so oh. it, like, went back Yes, out. she does have her, her dog when they get into the car. Oh, okay. Yet one of the dogs grabs Harlan by the leg and starts to pull on him, but he's rescued by Caroline, and they take refuge in the car. Yeah, so they get in the car, and they're tearing through the drywall. Yeah, they were, like, jumping through the windows of, like, because a bunch of the other kids are in the library, and so the dogs jump through the window and start, this this is where they murder all of the students. Yeah, they they get into the library where all the students are at, and this is where the body count just fucking escalates. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was trying to count the ones that are on screen, because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of them, like, going in the... Like, the stairway and the dogs there, ah, they, like, jump on them and hug them <laughs> and whatever. Uh, but there's lots of running. And then, yeah, it's, like, the next morning or something, like, someone shows up and there's just 
corpses all over the floor, yeah. all off the stairs, all on the front <laughs> lawn. It's it's a bloodbath. Um, oh yeah. So in reading the synopsis, uh, basically it's hinted at that there are only two sur- survivors of the night. Yeah. Doctor Doctor Harlan, the girl, and by the way, apparently they leave town with her still holding her little dog. It's true. Which I think was supposed to be the lead in. To a sequel. To the sequel. But but there's another lead into a sequel. Sweetie. Well, because remember they're listening to the radio. Oh uh, yeah, they, they towns drive off all to the across news Southern California. The dogs have been going nuts, but we think we've got it contained. So far, dogs seem to be the only ones involved. And then a little orange tabby or whatever on the side of the road as they're drying off goes. <laughs> the end? Question mark. <laughs> Oh my god, I love this movie so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Dogs. That is 1970s horror. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. It's so dumb. And it should not be as much fun as it is. It should be boring, but it's not. No, yeah, I mean, there's a couple parts. In the beginning, it's a little slow. We're just... Just because the, the dialogue with the doctors and stuff is a bit dry. Oh, yeah. And if you had whatever. more fun actors, it would just be more interesting. Yeah. Oh. So who do we cast in the reboot? Do we want Jason Statham as the head of biology? Actually, I just had a thought. Marky Mark. Do we want this as a movie? Or would we like this as Like a, a Walking Dead scenario kind of thing? As a season of Archer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the head biologist at Southwestern University. This is my uh, co-professor, Lana. <laughs> uh, I'm the mayor of town. My name's Cyril Figgis. <laughs> I can't just call the governor and get the National Guard in. This isn't how things work. And Mallory's taking a shower. And, uh, <laughs> is that where we're going with this? Instead of Dr. Fitzgerald, it's Dr. Krieger. Exactly. Oh shit, I think I just shot the mayor. No, Krieger's the guy just having the acid trip. Yeah. <laughs> liking it already let's talk fx <laughs> see this is honestly that's become my like thing for like <sighs> sorry future steve you're Green's jerking off the air i, I am my uh ghost penis <laughs> yes that's it ghost penis <laughs> that's become my marker for like is something boring or are the actors just not charismatic if i popped the cast of archer into this is it instantly <laughs> better or is it still boring? If it's a bad script, it's still boring. If it's just bad acting, it's still good. Like uh, Valerian in The City of a Thousand Planets. You make it Archer and Lana, Archer and it's Lana. suddenly oh, yeah. such a fucking great... Yeah, you got that a, would be you fantastic. Got a, you got a good point there. I, yeah. I, that's a good scale. Yeah. Like, you put characters you know you like. So Dr. Denim is played by Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. snap. <laughs> or is he the mayor? Why can't he just be the rock? <laughs> yes, yes. The Rock is Doctor Denim. Yeah, because he can he can pull that shit off literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I like Nicolas Cage as a. Uh, he could be the head of the university. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll, we'll figure it out sometime. <laughs> yeah, we'll fine tune it. <laughs> Go very... watch Dogs. It's a little bit difficult to find. You can find it. I trust I, all. I of think you. you can find it on YouTube and stuff if you really want. Yeah, it's on. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Um, we got it as part of like a movie four pack. For like six dollars on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, I know you can also order it as a disc from Netflix. They still do discs, guys. Did you know this? Right, actual physical discs. We're gonna take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we have more beer, fun facts, and your puppies. Puppy muffins. When everything I learned from movies returns. returns. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, 
D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. DMX, BMX shop. Oh, yo, get a new bike and roll. People wanna buy, salesmen wanna lie, and that's exactly why. I just limping bikes, get at me, dog. Is this bike with this new store I flip? Cause people know when I pimp, it's gonna be some slick. Don't know what to look for when you walk through the door of my renovated store. Boom, not anymore. Hello, my name is Dwayne. How about a new chain? Tires that you can maintain. Great traction in the rain. My salespeople with it. You want it? Come get it. Need repairs? We'll fix it. Whatever you got, we did it. Is DMX going crazy? With these prices, maybe. Backseat for your baby? That's my business, lady. Gotta make a move. We got electrics, too. Brand new bigger bike groove. Got them all like, ooh. So the next time you're downtown with a dime, bring her on inside and leave with a new ride. Stop. Drop. DMX, BMX shop. Quality cheap, motherfucker. This is John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Come on over and watch Creature Features. <laughs> See Creature Features at www.thecreaturefeatureshow.com. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we? I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. And you can go to Facebook.com. Slash soup complex, but our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine. What do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Barkity bark bark bark. You ready to come back? Let's come back. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta agree. We have some great podcasts out there. Definitely listen to them. Give them oh, all yeah. your money. In fact, become a Patreon. Not just of our podcast, but of multiple ones. Absolutely. You, su- you help support great podcasts. We'll keep giving you great podcasts. Seriously, if you drop 20 bucks a month on podcasts, like say you oh, supported yeah. $5 a month for podcasts, you have no idea how much that would actually do for a bunch of small podcasts. Like it really starts opening up a bunch of things, even that little amount. And are you going to miss 20 bucks off the end of the month? Yeah. That's like, <laughs> that's like one, one stick of marijuana. That's how it comes, right? In sticks? I I can only assume. (laughs) That's how much it costs, right? All right. So what we got to drink, babe? (laughs) Do do we have a stick of beer? I have a stick of beer. Uh, You know, I think I've got a dime bag of beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's more than a dime. I'll tell you that. Oh, actually, that one might be about right. Uh, Yes. Uh, So this was a gift for our anniversary because we're classy folks. A Kirkland Signature, that's Costco's brand, Craft Brewed Pilsner Czech Style Lager. Yeah. And as we know, this is made, oh, I lied, this is brewed and bottled by Hopfen und Mars Brewing in San Jose. Oh, yeah, that's the 
Gordon Biersch. Is that Gordon yeah, Biersch? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, my top! Yeah! Nikolai, nice. I always enjoy a good Pilsner. Indeed. And the pour. Bubbles! Ooh. Bubbles make All right, happy. well, Steve's going in for the sip. Kirkland oh, Signature yeah. Czech-style Pilsner is crisp, golden, and robustly hopped lager. Cold fermentation and slow aging yield a clean body and elevated and refined bitterness. Whew. Yeah. Original gravity, 11.5.4.7 alcohol by volume. Nice, yeah. It's a nice straw color. Mm -hmm. uh, very highly carbonated. Mm -hmm. Got a nice uh, frothy white head. Yeah. A little bit of a noble hop characteristic. Got a little uh, noble hop uh, flavor on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. This is a delightful beer. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, well-rounded. Little, little if you're, earthy. And we're, yeah. we're mentioning the hop notes. It's not very hoppy at all. No, so no, very, no, no, very no. malt forward. If you're not a hop head, real pilsners don't believe some of these, uh, some of those big three who call themselves pilsners. Those aren't pilsners. A real, like, Czech style pilsner. Delightful. Perfect for a hot day. All right. Who wants some fun facts? Fun facts. Or super fun facts. Because fun, fun facts. Well, there's not a whole lot to this movie because, frankly, I don't think anyone really cares. Um, <laughs> however, uh, one fun fact, there was to be a sequel, uh, appropriately entitled Cats. Yeah. But when dogs failed at the box office, production was canceled. I blame all you people born in the 70s, baby boomers. You ruined my opportunity for cats. Indeed. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. I think that was the uh, working title. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we put the word out. We were, you know, thinking about dogs. Uh, recording episode tonight. And uh, we asked our uh, listeners and podcast community to send us pictures of their puppies. And uh, we wanted to know uh, what breed of dog is their favorite and which is the worst. We got some great responses. Uh, if you want to find it, uh, do hashtag E-I-L-F-M. That's everything I learned from movies. Um, it should be the newest and probably the top uh, thing on the search. Um, but yeah, some great ones. I mean, you just pull them up here. We got some great doggo pictures. And if you would like to participate, you can tweet them to Steve at... E-I-L-F movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We love good doggo pictures. Nice. Uh, first comes from Amanda, a former guest um, on this podcast, but oh. Amanda's picture show, Go Go. Yeah. Uh, her dog, Max, he's a miniature dachshund. Uh, she also likes small dogs. I'm partial to beagles and Yorkies. Anything big and slobbery is the worst. Mm, false. Uh, big dogs make me super anxious. Medium-sized dogs, too, to be honest. Uh, can I choose a cat as my favorite? Sorry, Amanda, you can't. Cats are fucking horrible. <laughs> Cats are pretty great, but oh, yes. But now, an adorable picture. I was Max. gonna say that for me, in my experience, dachshunds are usually assholes. But Max does not look like an asshole. In fact, he looks like he might actually be one of the cutest dachshunds to ever cross the dachshund line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the Mason dachshund line. The Mason dachshund line. Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's where they come from, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, oh, we have Zombie Kitty at Z Kitty Podcast. This is Archie, my cocker spaniel. He's nearly two. He's a nutcase and tries to eat everything, but he loves people, always wagging his tail, and is always curious in what people are doing and wants to get involved. Oh, look at that face. Oh, cockers are great, but I am so sorry, Zombie Kitty. He's not going to get his brain till he's like four. It's lost in the mail for now. But I do love a good cocker spaniel. The big floppy ears are so cute. <laughs> oh, Stork and Peacock sent a picture of their little little dogs. Um, I can only assume their names are Mahoney and Tackleberry because well, they yeah, love Police Academy they so much. They love Police Academy. You know, if you guys out there really want to make the Besotted Geek and Mrs. Besotted Geek happy, you tweet them as much uh, trivia and gifts about Police, Police Academy as possible. Yeah, they really like the Steve Gutenberg ones. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're who make Steve Gutenberg a star. <laughs> Such good dogs, by the way, guys. We yeah, love these them. are amazing. Uh, yeah, we got Super Movie Bros. Uh, this is Luca. He's a Siberian Husky. Also my favorite breed. Good choice. Uh, mm -hmm. Full of energy, personality, fierce loyalty, and love. He has heterochromia eyes. My least favorite breed is Pugs. I don't dislike them. I just think it's sad when they get older due to the health problems they encounter. 
Yeah. I do love big snuffly pugs, but yeah, some of them are really extreme, but this guy's great. By the way, that means yeah. he has two colored eyes. Yeah. Oh, here we are. And uh, John with the uh, After Movie Diner podcast. Uh, this is our dog, Bacon. She's a Boston Terrier. She only has one eye. She's the only dog I've ever lived with, and so I don't have a best or worst breed. Most of the dogs I've met are groovy. She's yeah. so cute. That is a cute picture. Oh, oh I got it. Boston's are so much fun uh, and get, just full of energy. Yeah. Again, guys, hashtag E-I-L-F-M. And it should be Absolutely. the most you recent know what, one. Steve, you should make this the pinned, the pinned one so oh, people pinned. can keep adding dogs. It's pinned, but yeah, usually people kind of do it in the first day or two. It's true. Yeah. Uh, beyond the panels at beyond panels uh, my puppy dusty he's 12 now german shepherd lab mix licks oh. my nose to make sure it's wet oh Aww, good dog so old for those breeds right? oh. uh, then we have ellen walker at pippy for prez oh uh it's ellen with um uh high ex oh, yeah high expectations podcast hey, hey. Oh, that name was familiar um me and my girl Pippi. She's a schnauzer poodle cross, which She's is a now <laughs> yes, a good old schnoodle. Uh, loving and super affectionate. Very very naughty. I honestly can't think of my least favorite breed. I wouldn't own a big dog like a Doberman though. Let me pull up this picture all the way. There oh, my sister used to have schnoodles. They are great dogs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fall starts podcast. This is Murphy as a pup four years ago. He's cute, but a massive idiot. I love him. He's a giant, floofy, it says floofy, oh, yeah, uh, golden retriever, uh, who has never retrieved a damn thing for me. <laughs> a lot of people say Jack Russell is the worst dog. Those people are wrong, and I will fist fight them to prove it. No, Jack Russells end up in a bad situation. They're a small terrier. All the terriers are bred basically to go pick fights with things. Big terriers are to pick fights with, like, badgers and awful things like that. Little terriers were bred to, like, pick fights with rats. Mm-hmm. And then when you put a dog that's basically bred to have a ton of energy, dive down holes and pick fights, and you try and put that in an apartment with, like, a two-year-old, what's it going to pick the fight with? You and the two-year-old. The education system. Exactly. Yep. The same with oh. Pitbulls. They're Pitbull Terriers. A lot of their original intention was to hold the head of a steer down while a butcher slaughtered it. Yeah. That's why they're a bully breed. <laughs> like they're big, they're strong, they got a ton of energy and not a whole lot of brain cells. <laughs> Sweet and loving, but they're not the they're not the rocket scientists of the dog world. That's true. true. And then we have a uh, little Woody here from the uh, Betamax video club. Aww. Let me pull up this full picture. There's that dog. Look at him. Big old lab nose. He could be the lead dog in dogs. Absolutely. But. Oh, I love labs. Oh, and then we got Brendan with What Were They Thinking? Sending in, this what? is Cleo. She's a mix of Whippet, Black Lab, and I think a bit of German Shepherd. She is the sweetest thing ever. She does bark at everyone and everything, though. <laughs> That's I also the have Doberman. My, yeah, so, <laughs> I also have my three kitties, so I love all the animals. Oh, she's so cute. Oh, she looks like a Whippet. She's yeah. so cute. She looks like trouble. So many oh, yep. dogs. Here we go. Yeah, the Milwaukee Mub. Ah, sorry. The Milwaukee Mob podcast. Uh, the best Alaskan Malamutes. The worst Pitbulls. The very worst asshole dog owners that should be hung. Amen to that. But Pitbulls are not oh, the worst. They sent a picture of a, a Siberian Husky. Yeah, they, big old Husky. It's in the name. Oh, super cute though. Oh my god. Snuggly puppy. So yeah, thank you for uh, sending us these adorable dog pictures. So Steve, what's your favorite breed? I really like like Huskies and German Shepherds. I like real dogs. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Steve grew up with police shepherds. His dad was yeah, military canine police and uh, sheriff's department uh, canine police. So yeah, Steve true. grew up with working dogs. Yeah, uh, they're so big and loving and snuggly. And, but you say the magic word, they turn to vicious little killers. They'll rip now. your face off! <laughs> and they'll rip your face off. They typically go for an arm and pin you to the it's ground. True. They would just want to. They just want to keep you from moving. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, wait, wait. My master wants to talk to you. Hold on a sec. Ah. <laughs> the boss just wants coffee. I'm just gonna hold oh. on to you for a second. Oh, and God help you if you go after their master. They, that's, <laughs> oh that's, yeah. That's when they get like the kill bill. The. <laughs> 
So we had this discussion. I when when we were watching dogs and the kindergartners were having their dog show, and I was like, oh, yeah. "Little Steve and the dog show at school. Little Steve, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna show how my daddy's dog can take a human down." <laughs> Mrs. Schneider, you have a ten second head start. <laughs> Hold on, X. <laughs> I, I suggest you start running your down to seven seconds. <laughs> I love your kid voice. Yeah. She was getting real. You better run, Miss Schneider. Uh, I love all of the dogs, but I won't lie. My first dog was a corgi because we had a we had a miniature goat farm, so we need a little herding dog. Also, he was a retired hearing aid dog, and his owner needed a new home for him. Because she had to, his back was going and she needed a new working dog and they get conflicts when they've been your solo dog for eight years and then another dog's on the scene. But we also had a uh, big old husky, um, husky German Shepherd mix who somebody got rid of because he was mad she wouldn't hunt. Perfectly legit. Yeah. Right? The husky German Shepherd was a bad hunting dog. <laughs> yeah, well. And, uh, yeah, and then we had, like, a a big Border Collie lab mix who'd been banned from another farm because he bit a horse. And you're not allowed to bite a horse when you're on a farm. (laughs) Horses are worth more than dogs. That's true. Unless the leg goes. (laughs) Pretty much. And luckily my sister dove in and was like, wait, wait, wait. My dad's an old man who needs a hiking buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we got Gurr. Aw, good old Gurr. Good old Gurr. You met Gurr. Oh, yeah, a couple times. He was a big floppy love. Yeah. He just didn't like horses. Generally, I feel like there are no bad di- breeds of dogs. Except chihuahuas. Fuck those things. No, even I, chihuahuas can be I good. I personally come from the Ron Swanson school of uh, dog judgment. Any, any dog less than 50 pounds is a cat and cats are useless. <laughs> but uh, that's just me. What about Homer and Meg? My mom's dogs. Cavalier, King Charles, Spaniel mix, and uh, I don't know, half terrier, half otter. <laughs> I stand by my quote. <laughs> Homer and Megaton are adorable. No, they can be adorable. They're still useless. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, dogs are great. Yeah, yeah, I love dogs. People I, are assholes. I, I put up a big facade, I hate pets, but deep down... He really loves them. I, I mean, I don't purposely kill them. Nah. Anymore. He really does actually really love them. Stop it. He eats... Hey, I'm an old curmudgeon, damn it. I, I've got a reputation to keep here. He even feels bad for the ratties when they have owies. I don't. You don't want to see them have owies, and you you know oh, it. How is Julie doing? She's good. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't have to touch them or deal yeah, with as them. Long as, I, as long as they don't jump on my shoulder <laughs> scare the piss out of me. Literally. Uh, shout out to the castaways yeah. who were there Happy New Year, on everybody. New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. Torta tried to kill Steve. Anyway, getting back on track. Thank you for listening. Thank you uh, so much. You guys all have adorable pets. Thanks for sending uh, in your pictures and listening to us talk about dogs and the movie dogs. <laughs> oh, go find the movie dogs. Oh, it's great. Uh, sweetie, what did we learn from the movie dogs? Oh, I learned that if you're wearing denim, it will protect you from dogs. <laughs> what did you learn, Steve? Um, similarly, I learned <laughs> if you wear denim, you could very easily become the head of uh, biology at a local university. Steve, we need to wear more denim. Um, I also lear- learned uh, I'm getting tired of being pushed away like a goddamn teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Right. <laughs> also, because I mentioned it earlier, I stuck a little joke in there about wearing all denim means you're the devil. If you guys, we're not getting paid oh, for this. This yeah. is simply because we love it. If you guys are not watching Bobcat Goldthwaite's Misfits and Monsters, go get that shit right now. Yeah, do it, put it on your DVR. It's on uh, True TV. True, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check your local oh, it's listings. So good. It's, it's so it's good. really good. It's a uh, basically a horror anthology series, but it, it's horror comedy. Like it's, it's not bloody. I, I mean, no. there's there's like the gallons Cartoon of maple syrup, gore, but, yeah. but not. It's not. It's not like Walking Dead trying to recreate entrails. No, no, no. It's fun. The there's a recent episode with some kids and Jesus, those kids were great. They actually, were yeah. Those kids were so so good. The the main kid, yeah. Like he's gonna be in the next like some movie. He's got to probably. Everybody's talking about the kids from Stranger Things. These kids were on par with that. I don't know that, but yeah, yeah, they were pretty good. Check it out. That head one at least was. Plus, yeah. Melissa Joan Hart. 
Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart. Uh, there's episodes of like Dave Foley and David Koechner. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a pretty little star-studded cast. But it's yeah, it, every episode's a different thing. Uh, they got one coming up next week with like a mermaid, yeah. uh, werewolves. Uh, deals with the devil. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Great. Michael Ian Black. Yeah, was, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, d- check your local listings. Bobcat Goldthwaite's Misfits and Monsters. Oh, you're gonna love it. And Mr. Goldthwaite, if you'd like to sponsor everything from I Learned from Movies, you can tweet Steve at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Or you can also reply to the emails I've been sending to your people. <laughs> Oh, and I almost forgot. If you guys love dogs as much as we love dogs, I drew every American Kennel Club dog breed. But what about the mutt, Susie? I'm sorry, I don't know what your mutt looks like. And let's face it, that's what you really wanted. But uh, I do have the poster available in my shop. 11 by 17 only 20 bucks. I mail them out in a poster tube. They get to you. They're on this beautiful paper that's archival. If you'd like a uh, pet portrait done in my super cute dog style... Feel free to hit me up on the Twitter or the Instagram or on Etsy at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's very bad at housekeeping. I totally do portraits and I don't charge enough for them. So you should she hit really me up. She really doesn't. She doesn't listen to me at all. You should take advantage of her <laughs> before she starts wising up. Dove cute dumb faces. I do it in watercolor. I'll send you an original in a sleeve with a back card. It's beautiful. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody.